holding to a belief that an individual was went to church and was baptized when they was 10 years old but lost their life drinking and that's of course the mention was made that they've gone to heaven the only way that you can go to heaven is to receive the Lord and one word added to that one word continue Continue. If a person does not continue on with the Lord, <clears throat> you won't go to heaven. If you're baptized, that's all that takes place. You won't go to heaven. You must be saved <coughs> and baptized. You'd be born again. A new birth. You become a new creature. Baptism is just a means of showing the old is buried and the new is resurrected, it was raised. A new life is raised, a newness of life. That's just being a witness to others around you. Supposedly, being that. You've had a new birth. You've had a change on the inside. And you're revealing that to the outside, to those around you, that you've been saved and born again. And you're baptized as a witness to those that you've had a inward experience for the Lord. I said the backsliding was turning away. They're turning away. Going backwards. Someone withdrawing their self. Being rebellious. Or to do evil. But you know, there's still a strong, there's a strong acceptance of that today, I guess would be the way to put it. That once saved, always saved. And you can be. But that one word, continue. But that's a part of it. There's not a continuation of following the Lord. I can show example after example in the Old Testament and the New Testament and many of them have names to name just like Curly, Danny, George. There's a lot of names in there that went back on the Lord. Yes, you can be saved and remain saved if you continue in your walk with the Lord day by day. But if you turn away from it, if you go back to evil, you no longer have fellowship with it. 
Now his convicting spirit, power through the Holy Ghost will convict you because he's the convicting agent in this world. He's here to convict us of our sins. He's here to help us to understand what righteousness is. He's here to teach us that and to show us that and to help us to receive revelation of that. And He's also here to declare to us what God's judgment is all about. It's to those that do not know the Lord, but do not want to know the Lord, and to those that consistently do iniquity against their Creator. So I'm going to start back with that Proverbs 14 and 4. The backslider in heart. What happened to the backslider? He said in heart. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. Then he says a good man shall be satisfied from himself. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we do thank you again as we come before you today and we pray for this message. I ask, Father, as your messenger of mouthpiece that you would have me to say that which is edifying, that, that which builds up and it strengthens, it encourages those ears and hearts that your word may fall upon. I pray for the Holy Ghost, for his anointing. I pray for remembrance of what I've read in your word. Father, to be brought back to my thoughts, that the Holy Ghost can help me to share and to speak this message today, which is your word and your message that I'm declaring. I pray that our hearts would be touched and moved, Lord, and not just stirred, but moved to a deeper depth in our walk, in our relationship, and our trusting in you. Help us to understand what we share today, what is preached from your word. You said in all our getting to get understanding. Help us to understand so that we will not be deceived by no man or by no means, but that we'll know what the truth of your word declares. And as we've received your word, that we will not turn away from you, but we will cling to you, continue to follow you every day that we live upon this earth. And we pray your convicting spirit, Lord, to move upon our hearts, move upon others. Today, as this service is being videoed, that their hearts would be touched. And if there's some that are lost and don't know you, Lord, as Savior through Christ, the one that gave his life for us, that shed his blood, that they would repent of their sins and receive him. Lord and Savior in their heart. Begin their new journey, new walk in this life with Him. 
continue it day by day until we are called home. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. The word from in this says a good man shall be satisfied from himself. It's just used as a, a function word to indicate separation. Separation. A good man shall be satisfied from himself. If I'm satisfied within myself, I'm happy with myself, as many may say that they are. When I don't know the Lord, then I'm only just enjoying a happy moment. I'm not enjoying a happy life. <clears throat> Sin does not bring happiness. Now you might have happiness for a little while. Even that's what Moses said, there is pleasure in sin for how long? He said a season. For a little while. But Jesus, the things that He declares in His Word and all that is written in the Old Testament gives us clear confirmation that we must turn to our Creator, and receive what He has planned for our lives and turn away from all that is sinful, all that is abominable, all iniquity, so that we might have that deliverance that His Word speaks of that is called salvation that we can enjoy. How many is enjoying your salvation this morning? Amen. That's one of the good things we can enjoy day by day. No matter how bad the day may come. No matter how hard things may be. How difficult things may be in a day. We can still enjoy our salvation. I've heard people say when they've gone through some heartaches for a day, they say, well, thank God I'm still saved. Praise the Lord. Thank God I still have the joy of the Lord in my heart. Thank God I'm still living in His salvation, in His deliverance. Satan don't have everything. He don't have me, praise the Lord. And He don't have you if you're living in the Lord's salvation. Amen. But when a backslider is what this verse is speaking of. A backslider. When he goes back. When he apostatizes. When he wants tasted. Of the good things of God. He was once delivered. With salvation. Received Christ. And witnessing Christ to others. When that person goes back. When that person defects. Goes back on God. Goes back on His Creator. Back on His Lord. Against 
us and the leadership of the Holy Ghost trying to help that individual. They become disloyal to the Lord. The backslid. Rejected. Rebel against him. He backs it. And if you commit a sin, your heart should bring conviction all at once. You know, you know when you ever done something right and all of a sudden you started feeling, mm -hmm. I ain't feeling right about this. Mm -hmm. That's the Holy Ghost convicting, hey, you need to repent of this. You need to right. repent of this and uh, and get clean of it. And you repent of it and you're okay. No, you just don't go back and do it again. Don't be like some that says, well, I've asked the Lord to forgive me for this. And they've been asking for how many hundreds or a thousand times, you know. I'm doing it still and I ask the Lord, Lord, forgive me, Lord. That's not true repentance. True repentance is when you ask the Lord to forgive you of something that you've committed and you turn from that. You don't practice it anymore. You don't do that anymore. Very plain and simple, isn't it? Very simple. When you stop walking, when you stop walking by faith, when you begin to walk in your own ways, you're headed for destruction. You're going down a path of destruction. You're headed down a path that Lead you to damnation. Amen. When you start allowing, or you stop allowing His Spirit, you, you stop allowing His Spirit to guide you, to help direct your steps, to direct your way, and to teach you on a daily basis. You stop becoming... Stop becoming a believer. You refuse to let the Holy Ghost lead you and teach you. What happens is you return to your old selfish ways. You return to your old self. God doesn't want us to do that. Yes, He wants to save us. He wants to give us deliverance. He wants to build a new part in our life. Start us with a new beginning. He wants to give us a, a new start. Fresh start on life when we're saved, when we're born again. He wants that journey to begin and to continue day by day. Day by day. Not ever backing up. Not going backwards. Whatever we discover in His Word that is something new and fresh, then we're to apply ourselves to it. Do you read the Word of God with this thought in mind, Lord, as I'm about to read Your Word, help me to understand what I'm about to read. And help me to apply anything that it is saying to my life and to my personal walk with You. Oh, how about Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. When you return back to your old selfish way, you're trusting in the flesh again and not in His Spirit. We are told in Proverbs 13 and 15. You'll back up there. It says, The way of transgressors is hard. If you know someone that's going back on the Lord and they say, well, I'm just, I have a lot of problems, a lot of troubles. I've said to many people through the years that I've known that have backslid on the Lord. Well, you just revealing what the Lord says in His Word. The way of a transgressor is hard. It's not going to be easy. God loves you. Yes. Even though you're a backslider. Yes. Or if you've never been saved as a sinner, He loves you. Yes. But once you have tasted of Him and you go back, He'll try His best to bring you back in. And the way of His getting your attention and trying to correct you is allowing you to have some hard things to experience. The old scripture that tells us whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap. If you sow to the flesh you shall of the flesh reap corruption. But if you sow to the spirit you shall of the spirit reap everlasting life. Oh hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So what we're sowing of the Spirit today, we're just helping ourselves to get closer to life everlasting that He has promised to each of us. And we'll be faithful and continue to the end. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, God loves us so great. His great, His, His great love for us is just, it's hard to fathom. How great God's love is for us. How He loves His people. Oh, we're the sheep of His pastor. Praise the Lord. And He wants to feed us. He wants to lead us. Beside those still waters. He wants to lead us. And those green pastures. He wants us to grow. He wants us to flourish. Wants us to have spiritual strength. Amen. To walk this faith walk. That He is outline and design for us to walk to live amen but the way of transgressors is rough difficult he said it's hard it's hard in first Samuel the 12th chapter first Samuel the 12th chapter Samuel's addressing the people of God here. They had just been appointed to them a new king. <coughs> oh, they was all happy. And he was telling them here, he said in verse 2 of Samuel, 1 Samuel 12, he said, Now behold, he said, the king walketh before you. 
And he said, I'm old and gray-headed. <laughs> my time's about to come to the end. He said, I'm about at the end of my chapter. And he said, but you've got to keep, you've got what you wanted. But he said, I want to leave you some last minute instructions. I want to give you some instructions and you better listen and adhere to those instructions because it'll be important, very important for you. And he told them in verse 9, as he encouraged them about following the Lord, he said, and when you forget the Lord, your God, when you forget Him, when you turn away from Him, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. He gives some clear examples. Those that turn away from the Lord, how bad it'll be, and those that will turn to worship, he said, Balaam and Which was a Sidonian god. Actually a son of Canaan. They made a handmade god. He said those that will turn away from him and will worship images that are made with hands. They'll worship other gods that they call. Asherah. Those that, that was a female Phoenician God. Those that will turn to other gods and worship them. He said it's going to be bad. If you won't fear the Lord, in verse 14, and serve Him and obey His voice, He said, if you'll do this, and not rebel against his commandments. He said, Then shall ye and also your king that reigneth over you, both of you, he said, will need to continue following the Lord. If you want his blessings, if you want, now you go back and read that chapter, I just picked a few little pieces in it out of the 12th chapter. Trying to sum it up easy for you. <clears throat> if you don't follow His commands, you don't follow the things that He said who to worship and who to serve and whose voice to listen to. He said, it's going to be bad for you. And the reason is, he said, because I'm going to reject you. I'm going to forsake you if you forsake me. But I'm not going to forsake you if you don't forsake me. I'm going to step back and let you have your way. You'll have it your own way. And your own way is going to be destructive. You don't see that. But your own way is going to be destructive. How many people today has turned back on the Lord and their own way has brought destruction out of their life, out of their marriage, out of their family. 
You may know of some. You might be thinking right now. The scripture says, Let everyone that nameth the Lord do what? Depart from evil. <clears throat> Not just saying, Lord, Lord, is going to get you to heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Amen. Amen. There's some doing to be done. And it's on a daily, continual basis that it must be done. And Satan was just saying, those that forsook the Lord here in the first part here, he said, God turned them over. He turned them over for other nations. He let the, he said he let the hand of Syria, he let the Philistines, he let the Moabites, he let them come against him and overpower them. They, the way of a transgressor's heart, they started to experience some hard things. Why? Because they had turned and started worshiping other gods. And he said, and he brought correction. And he'll still do it. And now because you've got a king, you and your king both are going to have to submit to the Lord. You're going to have to submit to His commandments. You're going to have to follow what He has said and instructed for you to follow. And if you don't, you're going to go back on the Lord. If you turn away from that, it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Things are not going to be easy for your life. You won't obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against His commandments. Then shall the hand of the Lord be against you as it was against your fathers. Verse 15. Pretty simple, wisdom. Pretty simple. We've come to grips with Yes, Lord, I can understand that. We can go over and see what the book of Jeremiah said in the third chapter of Jeremiah. Jeremiah said in verse 8, Jeremiah said, When I saw, when for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, I put her away and given her a bill of enforcement. Yet her treacherous sister Judah feared not, but went and played the harlot also. He said in verse 11, And the Lord said unto me, The backsliding Israel had justified herself more treacherous than Judah. God proclaimed these words towards the north and say, Return. Thou backsliding Israel unto the Lord. And I will not cause my anger to fall upon you. For I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep anger forever. Only acknowledge thy iniquities that thou hast transgressed. See how merciful the Lord is even here under Jeremiah's preaching and his time of prophecy. The children of Israel, they were still falling away at times from the Lord doing their own thing, doing their, going their own ways. That's what Proverbs 14.4 said. Filled with your own ways. They was going their own ways. Backslide. They backslid on the Lord. And Jeremiah will say, listen, the Lord said if you repent, if you repent, if you turn away from your iniquities and do what's right, I wonder today how much is really being spoken about repentance. 
Is it just a word you don't hear much anymore? Repent. Repent. If there's things that's between us and God, guess what we got to do, church? we got to repent. If there's things standing between me and Him that's not right, I've got to repent. I need to make it right. Why? Wow, the woman be like, He says there in His mercy is ever extended to this world and to those He's created on this earth that we live. Oh, thank you for His mercy. God doesn't have to. He doesn't have to ever take us back if we turn back on Him. But He will. Oh, we'll cry out in repentance. It will get our hearts conditioned. Lord, I want you more than anything in this life. I want to have life eternal. I want your salvation back in my life. I need your word, Lord, to illuminate my life again. It's kind of like what Jesus said in John, the 8th chapter. He said in verse 31, he said to those Jews which believed on him, he said, if you'll continue in my word, you'll be my disciples. If you'll continue in my word, how's that to happen? He said, because if you'll receive the truth, the truth will set you free. Is there any other way to break free from the bondage of sin? No, but only through the word of God. I can't break away from the bondage of sin through any physical means. I have to go through what the Word of God says and allow the Word of God to break that chain. To break that bond that Satan has tried to, to hold us captive with. Amen. His Word, His Spirit can do the breaking. Amen. And I want Him to. John said, right in what Jesus quoted in 15 and 9, he said, as the Father hath loved me, he said, even so I love you. But he says, continue in my love. How are we going to keep that victory? We've got to continue in his love. How are we going to keep the victory? Continue in his love. Even as the Father loved me, he said, I loved you. Continue in my love. Right, keep on, keep on. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't give up. Don't let something come between you and me. Continue in my love. Keep drawing to me. I like what he tells us in, in Acts 13 and 43. We're to be persuaded to continue in the grace of God. And when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who were speaking to them, persuaded them to continue. Church, we must this morning be persuaded to continue. Who's going to persuade me? Myself. See, I can't make you serve God. You can't make me serve God. Myself. We got to be persuaded. By God's Spirit, by His Word, to continue, to continue in the grace of God. He said in 14:22, said confirming the souls 
of disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. I'm going to continue in the grace of God. i got to continue in the faith. But God has delivered to me through His Word. You've got to continue in His faith. <clears throat> he said in Acts 26 and 22, Therefore, having obtained help of God. How many is how many has gotten help from God already? But we still need His help day by day. I need His help day by day. I've obtained help, but I need more day by day. He said, I continue into this day witnessing. Paul was saying to both small and great, none other things than that which the prophets and Moses did say should come. We know here that Paul, before King Agrippa, before Festus, and old Festus spoke up and he said, at the things Paul said, he said, you act like you're mad, Paul. He said, oh no, Festus, I'm not mad at what I know. I'm not mad in the message that I'm witnessing, that I'm preaching. I'm not mad. Festus said, that learning, all that learning you got has just made you mad. He said, oh, no, it happened. No, it happened either. He said, I'm speaking forth the words of truth and soberness. Verse 25. He said, for the king. Oh, King Agrippa said, you know what I'm speaking. He said, these things that I'm speaking wasn't done in a corner. It wasn't hid over in a corner somewhere. You know what I'm speaking. And oh, King was looking at him and he said, King Agrippa, he said, Thou knowest this, don't you? He said, I know that you must believe. Surely you must believe. He said, You almost persuade me. You almost persuade me. Not, we must not be almost. We must be fully persuaded to continue. Amen. One last scripture, Colossians 4, 2 and 4, excuse me, 2 and 4. I'm going to close with this. He tells us, he exhorts us. Paul, as he's writing to the Colossians, exhorts the same today. He says, continue in prayer and watch with thanksgiving. He says, watch in the same with thanksgiving. Church, we've got a, a ministry that's beyond these walls of this church. And it's up to you and I to fulfill the ministry that God has called every one of us to be a part of. We might have certain titles, but we're all part of the same ministry. And that ministry is not to be divided. It's to be the same ministry that's operating as we go out on the walls of this house this morning. Amen. What I'm to do should complement what you're doing. What you're doing should complement what I'm doing. That there's no division. That we're all in unity of what we're doing. Amen. And souls out there are being deceived. That once you're saved, no matter what the condition, how you got saved, you'll always be saved. You can just go on. Oh, but that's such a that's such a, a damnable lie that people are believing. And it's gonna cause a lot of souls to go into hell. 
and not only mention there's going to be a lot of preachers that's preaching that's all that's all right okay their blood's going to be on their hands where are we going to go yes if you get saved keep this in your thought you can backslide and you can lose it all lose it all. If you fall away, if you fall away, and once a person has really had a right relationship like Hebrews said, how so difficult, impossible to renew them again. Because if Christ was walking on the earth, they were crucified. Do away with it. We're in some turbulent times right now in our nation. And some things that we're concerned that's going to be against the Christian church. Turn away. Turn away. Turn away, Satan. Turn away. Turn away. And he's turning hundreds and thousands away from the belief in one that created those that are true children of God, those that have tasted and been partakers and have experienced the deaths of what He has, should not turn away from We have no place to go. No one to turn to.